This film was approved under the Motion Picture Code of Self-Regulation. And now... We're thinking in terms of a film. The question is... What are we trying to do with this movie? By George. That is a good question. Is everybody happy? Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Welcome hey, to Fateful welcome. Film Frown. <laughs> welcome to Fateful Frown, <laughs> uh, the podcast where oh, I need uh, a rag or something to wipe the sweat from my brow. Um, we watch bad movies, and when I say we, I mean hi. My name, I think, is Chris, the last I knew, unless there's some magical wisp of smoke that's going to tell me otherwise. (laughs) Um, And uh, the person laughing is uh, my friend and co-host, Paul. It's a magical day! (laughs) 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 And also laughing next to me... Uh, we have uh, we have our friend who's been with us for a few podcasts, um, who always is shouting "No more books!" Arden, hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> no more books. <laughs> uh, and... I'm not taking that medication. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we also have with us Jen. Hello, Jen. Welcome back. Hi, Yay. thank you for having me. It's always so much fun. I kind of want to watch Supergirl again now. <laughs> yes. I mean, I it's, was expecting it... her to show up in that field. But anyway. <laughs> Doing ballet. <laughs> in the wisp of smoke. Oh. <laughs> now all we need is a couple of, of naked actors in a room filled with plastic gar- with black garbage bags. Yes. That was... I got to... I'll talk about that in a second. I will talk about that in a second. (laughs) You better believe I'll talk about that in a second. All right. Um, Yeah. So I didn't look up the box office. I probably should have Uh, (laughs) for this movie uh, by Mr. Neil Breen, who is a uh, a realtor. Um, Architect. Yeah. Yeah. But he has realty ads online. Yeah. There's like a drinking game for watching these films, too. I think it's on my other. <laughs> I think I would need to the next time. <laughs> um, yeah, we watched Fateful Findings. Uh, interesting story. I I, I uh, went to the FatefulFindings dot com website and ordered this so that we could watch it. And um, on the website, they had a note and that said, you know, if you'd like one of Mister Breen's other films, then you know, just simply add it in the note when you make your purchase. And so. Being that we were watching a lot of spy movies, I said, can we please get Double Down? And I got an email back that said, sure thing. And uh, when it arrived to Paul, we got Faithful Findings. <laughs> Which is essentially the same movie. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember watching the movie going, I don't, I don't think I signed up for this. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. But ultimately, I realized it makes no difference. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, this is uh, Mr. Neil Breen has been called like the uh, the next uh, Tommy. What's his last name? Oh, I can't remember. Wiseau. Yeah, Wiseau of the Room. 
Um, yes. And yeah, your first. I, like... and, and listen, this is pro- probably controversial, but I do think that The Room is a better film than Fateful Findings. And that's saying a lot. It hmm. is saying a lot, I think. Um, because uh, there's at least, you know, with the editing, you can follow a story in the room, even if it's problematic and even if it goes on tangents. But you you can kind of go from A to B in the room. Whereas with Fateful Findings, there's often like shots of people's shoes and just like <laughs> weird things that you don't know how they connect. It was probably an hour and 20 minutes into the film before I kind of figured out what it might have been about. It was so disjointed. And I agree. The cinematography and the whole, okay, it's either the top third of their body or their feet. That's uh, yes, exactly. Pretty much the range. I, or his is, ass. What is this thing called the editing? <laughs> it's the editing. There was, there was even a point where I was watching it where... They, they had been, um, you know, at some other location, and they cut to a room first by, um, you know, look, uh, looking at some painting as a kind of establishing shot and then panning down to the character. <laughs> and that was such a, a, a cohesive, you know, cut that I was surprised <laughs> that it Like, wow, this, this actually makes sense as a cut i don't think it belongs in this movie <laughs> the way the way i would describe this film is if you took pretty much every cheesy 90s vhs porn video and pulled the porn out of it and then stitched together everything else it's kind of what this vi- movie reminded me of it had like the veneer of 90s porn but without the payoff it was <laughs> that bad <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that's very concise. But you know, okay, well, maybe I was being too precise. <laughs> but <laughs> personal that's history the, that's, the, that's the gist of it. It did. The I gist. mean, it had the pacing Good. of an early student film. Like you've just learned how cutting works, um, <laughs> and now you're imagining every instead of you know capturing lots of footage and then cutting where it makes sense, you're going to think of every single shot you want. Put the actor in front of the camera, make them say that line, probably with none of the other actors in the room, and <laughs> and then just do that for every shot in the entire movie. Oh. Yeah, that was definitely one of my sort of mental notes was like, oh, hey, here's your lines. Just say them. The camera's on you. And like no one else is in the room, obviously, because they're just so painful. Some of these. Lines. It was obvious there was yeah. a complete lack of a director in that film. <laughs> And like the blatantly forgetting lines, or uh, that those dramatic pauses were a little too dramatic, uh-huh. perhaps. Yeah, yeah. It was painful, you know. As somebody who's actually taken acting lessons, I found it. And being, you know, completely an amateur at this, but it was painful. It was incredibly painful to watch. I don't understand how. I saw on some comments, uh, some people have written like, "Oh yeah, at least Neil, I get him. I get that." You know, and that there was some sort of actual technique to what he was doing. I don't know. I, I'm at a loss of words. And so is Neil Breen. Apparently. In between shots, he is, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot to say, though, that's for sure. I've decided that this film was... Um, it's like, you know... 
I spent a good time of my life escaping the world in my imagination and daydreams. Maybe where I was some sort of hero. And this movie <laughs> is like part daydream. Like, yeah, I'm kind of a magical guy. Uh, it's a magical part day. <laughs> everyone loves me, um, including people's teenage daughters. Um, right? And... <laughs> And then part, like, I'm going to take down the government because I'm an expert hacker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even need to turn my laptops on. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they must be made of rubber because I can throw them all over the floor. Yes. How about that one scene when he's, right. he's about every to take shot them And throw coffee on them, uh, bang them with books, but yes. still manages to get that hacking done. Yeah, the 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 genius bar does not like seeing this guy come in. He's that guy. <laughs> He's always coming in. It's always an accident. It's always an accident. How many keyboards yeah. do we have to replace, sir? Oh my god. I know, and it like they aren't on. They're probably dead to begin with, we would hope. Um and then like there is that scene like Jen mentioned where he like throws a book at it. And a key goes flying off. <laughs> no more books. And, and then he's like throwing other stuff and he goes to like grab the laptop or throw something else at it again. And he looks down and he sees the key and it totally broke him like in the scene. <laughs> like <he saw> missing. <laughs> and I was like, you don't care about this because it's fallen on the floor like 20 times in this film. Like yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I broke that key. Crap. Did anyone else notice all the books he was signing were blank? Like you could kind of tell when the page, like remember he was yeah, they were just all those books. I couldn't figure out what he was doing. I'm like, why are you signing a bunch of blank? And it turns out he's supposed to be some sort of novelist turned computer hacker who has right. discovered corruption. Yeah. He's well, got a master's then... in computer science. He doesn't have to deal with this <laughs> retainer bullshit. And 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 I I thought it was funny that like I mean I only noticed it because of the context of our podcast, probably because I was really into the film, but um <laughs> I did notice, like, the same books that he was signing. In the beginning, he was also using as part of research of his hacking. Yes. <laughs> I was like, are you quoting yes. yourself? They were like the generic book prop. Whenever he needed a book, <laughs> they were the same, like, six books. <laughs> He's taking his wife to, like, a fancy restaurant, and they're, like, signing him in. Oh, I see your reservation right here in the book thing. We only have one book for the movie. <laughs> There's even a, a scene uh, at some point where his, uh, his I think it was his wife, brings him a plate of food, and I guess he <laughs> finishes it, and he's going to set it down, and he, like, sets it down on, I guess, the books it was, but it's in a very, like, precarious position, and I feel like mm-hmm. the camera focuses on the plate way too long, like, <laughs> is it going to fall? <laughs> And then just... what was the point of that? They just continue with their scene. Yes. Yes. Well, that's when then, that's they... when he breaks it to her that he has been hacking very important government secrets. That's right. Oh, my. I have work to do. I'm busy. Oh, I have no. work to do. That's the the that's the uh Leah, the love of his life. I forgot the love story also. Yes. Well, so he's got his right. his pill addicted girlfriend. And yes. then, well, that's his wife, I think. No, is that his wife or is that his girlfriend? I couldn't. 
That's a good point. Well, yeah, I don't know if they established that they're actually married. And, the sudden, and then together. the sudden, yeah, and then the sudden appearance of her, their friend, uh, that other couple, which made no sense to me whatsoever. I didn't understand <laughs> what role they played, uh, other than the temptation of you know <laughs> of Neil. He, basically, Neil needed someone's teenage daughter to be in the film. Wow, that's elaborate. And then he, like, <laughs> that, the scene where he's like, he, just, he gets shot and he holds, and he's like, why are you talking to a dead guy? Remember? He's like, why did you kill yourself? Yeah. Right. Why did you, I can't, why did you kill yourself? I can't believe like, you did answer. this. Yeah, I can't believe you did this. That's, this film, like, I can't that's pull one you the... back from this one, buddy. <laughs> that was, this, I think, I my favorite line. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a pretty good and, line. There's a lot to choose from. Uh... Yeah, it's a magical day. Um. <laughs> well, I, so the movie opens with this like slow kind of creeping camera along a hallway. And I think in, in a film with like more production budget, they would have chosen like an all white hallway going towards, you know, something mysterious. Yeah. But it is yes. very obviously a, like, um, self-storage facility <laughs> that he just kind of right. rolled camera into real quick. Um, I know that's like where this... I keep my copy of The NeverEnding Story. Betray, <laughs> <laughs> you know! Yes, well, and remember, it, I... it pulls into this, this giant book that you think is important, but... Based on how the movie turns out, like what role does it play at all? Does it? So it was just his first novel. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many red herrings. So the opening scene, right, where where they see him, the well, second part, where in his adult life, and he's walking across the street. No, no, wait, I'm not done with the storage thing. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) because please, I mean, what was funny was like after like. There's another scene, like, later on at the same storage place, I'm assuming, where he has to rescue Leah, where I was, like, at that point, like, hoping that, like, someone had taped over the film and it was Storage Wars. But <laughs> <laughs> but the storage thing, I have seen so many damn Hollywood movies. Yeah, grumpy old man time. Um, <laughs> I've seen so many damn Hollywood movies that, like, I was trying to figure out if there was a special effect in the background of that shot or if it was just the camera freaking out about the lines in the storage locker <laughs> I was like what's going on oh, he, he so spent a lot confusion. of he spent a lot of time overlaying those in before effects before <laughs> before effects in pre-production mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it would be well, I, that that scene where he's walking across the street. At first, I thought there was something wrong with the audio because you see, you hear her half of the conversation, but you don't hear what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like this one-sided conversation. <laughs> right. And then he gets run over by this. And of course, you see everybody's feet. He gets run over by this this car, and you see this one pair of stiletto heels, and you think that maybe, oh, this is like a main badass character. There's something nefarious happening here. No, nope. no follow up. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, like, they what don't. What the hell was that? They don't touch back on that part of it at all. I mean, I guess if you figure out, eventually you realize, uh, because he tells you seven times that he's been <laughs> hacking, uh, you know, government and corporate secrets. So yes, they're probably deep. running him over and trying to kill him. 
Yeah, but wasn't the but they don't the come stiletto, back to that. The stiletto heels that came out of the car like waved to his hand yeah. and then all of a sudden he had the magic rock in his hand. Yeah, right. Right. So so is the second psychiatrist and the stiletto heel person the same person? <laughs> the same oh. magical spirit? <laughs> she looks like a grandma again, for, but, like... from the half up and then yeah. the rock and <laughs> <laughs> That's a good observation. <laughs> They call them Gramstettos. It's like a centaur, but it's stilettos on the bottom and grandma on the top. Well, the pot's about to get legalized here, so I'm going to have to smoke a doobie and watch this one again. I think that's the only way I'm going to get it. I, that look, was just I'm gonna, so weird. If you do that, though, I'm going to make a recommendation. I guess if you're on pot, then, you know, just watch it as is. But if you if you ever have to try to watch this movie again... I watched pretty much the whole second half of it on 1.2 speed, uh, and it was a lot better. <laughs> you want to hear the weird thing? It, like, it, I, it uh, really fixed a lot of the pacing issues. I kept advancing it on my my iPad by 15 seconds. did not change anything at all for me. I was like, this still doesn't make any sense. And all of a sudden, like that scene... I was I was kind of skipping forward, and all of a sudden I see this flash of like the the two naked bodies, Niels and his his girlfriends, in that room with the black mm-hmm. garbage bags. And I was like, "Whoa! Did I miss something?" Rewind it back. Nope. It was just a straight cut to that scene. I yeah. No. There's no connective tissue that there's makes that makes sense. No connective tissue. Yeah. Yeah. I found I found it hilarious that the the file like when Paul got it for us like was cut. And we didn't have the whole movie. We didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't need it. Like, I was like, oh, I'll send Jen and Arden an email. But, like, really, it doesn't help. (laughs) I mean, yeah, the last 40 minutes is all just uh, people admitting their wrongdoing and committing suicide. So you don't need it. Yes. Yes. Um, I am the president of the bank. And I am stepping down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, Mr. President of the bank. What a horrible green screen job. He must have taken that video at like some sort of photo booth. <laughs> uh, company. It was it was better than some of the like the smoke effect, oh. the magic. So bad. <laughs> I, so bad. I wrote that down. Was like uh, where where is it in my notes? It, I thought oh, it was like oh, it's oh yeah, there you go. Like whenever anything magical thing happens on the screen, there's like a slow down animation of a wisp of smoke on mm-hmm. it, and then. A sound effect of the whales from Star Trek Four. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I couldn't help but thinking that it was sort of like a rip off of the Lord of the Rings soundtrack throughout the whole beginning. That little that Shire music uh-huh. Uh-huh. that completely was so like out of place for the movie. I uh, I was kind of excited because I have seen the room when the beginning start and the title comes up because it's very obvious stock footage. And so it's like awesome. And then, as you may have understood, if you've been listening to us for like the last ten minutes, he never uses stock footage again to connect some of these damn scenes. <laughs> like, please, please, like cut to like the sun going down or something between the scene between him and his girlfriend in the same room on the same couch in the same clothes. Nope. <laughs> oh, I was so confused. But you know, it was a magical day. <laughs> so oh my god the first thing that i really wrote down besides like the excitement for stock footage the movie um 
was the sheep ram skull like that watched the two kids walk by like uh-huh. it, yeah. it moved oh yeah and was, that's right that it like turns yeah. to look at them yeah so and i was they, like oh. yeah you start to think like wow this is like a a, a movie that involves magic but then what is the magic for? Like, I don't like what what's with the magic angle? At, like, it's magic it, hacking, any man. Capacity. Like, what does that have to do with the hacking? Do, is he did it give him his hacking powers? Uh, it was completely irrelevant, <laughs> I think. Is... At times I thought there were two Neils. Uh, I was right? like, there needs well, to be more Neils. Who was Neil. that person that, that uh, those disembodied shoes... The um, <laughs> yes, come to get him somebody shoes in the beginning. Yeah, I think I think he has a bit of exhibitionist in him. He always seemed to feel the need <laughs> to expose himself. Yep. It was like there was a shower scene with him and the his girlfriend or whatever, and unfortunately, all we see are his nipples. And I was <laughs> sorely no, I'm not expecting, but it was just like why it was why you're like this is like just like the '90s porn. Come on, except without the payoff. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly like that's later on in my notes, um, and I was like not even sure that I wanted to say it, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe I even erased it because I'm not seeing it here. But um, yeah, I don't mean to make light of anything um, when I say this, and I am really good at putting my foot in my mouth. But uh, yeah, this was my Me Too moment. <laughs> Like moment. Whenever, whenever Neil Breen is undressing someone, oh, I feel so uncomfortable. It was it was creepy. It was creepy. And like there, I felt so sorry for all the other actors in the movie and the actresses that had to do that with him. That yeah. one scene with his where they're about to where he he's uh, what is it? he's in the office with his girlfriend slash wife and he throws a laptop off. Then throws another laptop off. And then they just start throwing papers around. I'm like, okay, we're having fun with the papers. And then they finally get down to it. And I was like, oh, you could, I could kind of see the wincing when she was kissing him. <laughs> you can't act your way out of that one. And, and like he, like, you know, this he's a one-man show. Like, I, I don't know if there's anyone, like, assistant directing or doing lights or, like, there's right. a cameraman. But... He's sometimes. like, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, and and probably because it is like, you learn with cameras that the uh, screen or the viewfinder isn't always showing you what everything is recording. So there's a few of those really creepy and uncomfortable scenes where he's undressing a woman, where he clearly like pulls their straps down just to cleavage. Yeah, but like the camera isn't zoomed in enough so you can see that he stopped there. and then you know 45 seconds later they cut to the top dropping to the floor see that's actually a really good explanation of that moment because i was sitting there wondering like why don't you go further than that why did you stop there i don't understand yeah it's either the top third or the bottom third that's it that's all he's got (laughs) it's either heads or feet yeah, the one scene he seemed like he was actually trying to tear her shirt off and then <laughs> realize that he's an architect and doesn't have those kinds of arms. <laughs> or skills. Oh, my God. So in that scene in particular, 
when Arden was just saying like he throws a laptop on the floor and then yeah. another one well I mean that's an exaggeration we're even making it sound better than it is because he just kind of like it was like watching he a pushes cat it off. knock something off a table yeah. <laughs> it was just like sort of like I'm like is there supposed to be passion in this scene because you just sort of nonchalantly knocked that off and, like and yet this is the scene that I feel like is the best acted <laughs> okay. Because the two, first of all, you have two people in the scene. <laughs> and they're looking okay, at yeah. each other. Yep. And they're kind of having like a goof off moment that is captured on the screen. Like you actually see that when they're throwing the papers around, like it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. But they are having fun, and so it feels like it's somewhat natural. And then it becomes, you know, the the love scene. And yes, it takes them way too long to clear off more space than they will need for the non-aggressive <laughs> lovemaking they will do. See, my, my interpretation of that scene was totally different. My interpretation was the actress was trying to stall as long <laughs> as she could. So... See, I will pull back the curtain some more, and I again, I'm going with the idea that Breen is pretty much the one-man filmmaking machine, and so, yeah, he wants to put some passion into the scene, but if we have to do another cut, I don't want to break the laptops yet, and I don't want to throw too many papers on the floor because I'm going to have to pick them up. So he's like, oh. then, but then it just goes out of control, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I'll throw this," and he's like, "Well, then I'll throw this." Yeah, it's a one-upmanship. It's a one-upmanship. I was trying to decide in the beginning when we just see feet when he gets hit by the car. I was like, "Do you like?" I mean, you don't have to give them sag cards unless they have lines. You can show their faces, right? Like, <laughs> I was wondering if it was a pay issue. You know, like if we just show their feet. Do we have to pay them as much? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you with the dress shoes. I got too many uh, foot actors. <laughs> foot actors. I, I can just imagine the ad for that on Craigslist looking for foot actors. <laughs> I don't know. That, that just puzzled me. The the cinematography and the way he he cut all that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, got <nothing. laughs> I got nothing. I fun fact: the uh, stretcher and the oxygen bottle. They wheeled Neil Brain off. Uh, Neil Breen off with uh, auditioned for the 70s show of Marcus Welby MD but it was turned down for being too old so... <laughs> I was like that stretcher is like a thousand years old like you picked that up somewhere cheap didn't you and then I got really upset that there was carpet in the hospital room I was like yes. no that's not sanitary I, I was upset that he had the the breathing apparatus on over the bandage. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. What? Uh, and what, what threw me is I was like making jokes about that. I threw a tweet out about it, and I was like, "What is going on? Why are you? Why is there a mask over the bandages?" And then when he like magically gets better and takes the mask off, there's also like the little nostril thing for the oxygen <laughs> over the mask and yeah. i was like no yeah <laughs> you've really ruined it for me now uh, how did he um, i was watching this movie with a few friends and we came up so with the brave. theory that that hospital was shot in 
one of the houses that he was trying to sell. <laughs> I feel mm. like maybe he's using, you know, trying to, you know, multitask. And if he has a house on the market that has a good location, um, he'll just go ahead and shoot a few scenes there. Uh, and then, you know, sell it the next day. No big deal. <laughs> well, yeah, then then he can put on the for sale sign as seen in Fateful Findings. <laughs> Whoa, I would totally buy that house. Um, and yeah, his best friend, like my favorite thing was like, uh, I wrote in my notes, uh, Neil Breen book of cinematography, rule number eight, lighting close-ups sucks. <laughs> Instead use natural lighting outside and shoot up towards the face to have a simple blue sky background. <laughs> oh my God. Like his friend who like, we don't know it's his friend. Like we just see all these people like saying random lines, like, uh, <clears throat> I saw it. It was the Rolls Royce that hit him. I'm a witness. Yeah. And then we cut to the guy on the phone who's his friend, but we don't know this. And uh, he's like, uh, is he okay? I'll be right there. Like, <laughs> and then I decided that's my new rap name. Is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> um, but yeah. that Those scenes were like... Yeah, that was really weird how they like cut that together. But I will say, like, I think I think I said this for another movie we watched. But this movie is ahead of its time because we're already just getting to a hundred percent action movies with very little plot or character development. And at this point, like, we've watched enough films that we like. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, they're like friends or something. Yep, I don't need any more background. So that's this movie's way ahead of its time. Um, of course of course using the language of modern times (laughs) yes that's a that's a stretch it's a stretch yep yep my next note was the most convincing actor so far was the doctor's toupee (laughs) (laughs) you mean the oh the the guy who is always when um from the hospital scene when he first (laughs) that was funny when when there's a girlfriend when uh no the nurse calls and she's like he's not in his bed uh, should he be and he's and he's like oh he should be there i haven't discharged him i'll look into it i'm like what are you going to look into he's I, I, not there yeah it was like such terrible and oh, we again, never I... saw that doctor again and then exactly <laughs> and then there was so there was the and then these other characters like the randomly appearing like the grandma and then that old dude and i might have missed what his part was because i kept fast forwarding it by 15 seconds but it was that old. Remember the old guy who was asking him, like, "Are oh, you?" Oh, that was his other psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh, he has a. Oh, okay, that makes. Yeah, the that guy like had some acting chops, but he was trying a little hard. That was like George Costanza's dad, wasn't he? Like him. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be nice, actually. That would be acting. That'd be acting. Oh. I don't man. care about your books. I just know you stopped short with my wife. Um... <laughs> I was kind of hoping he'd have the bandages on longer in the film because I thought maybe it was going to turn into a musical, like The Phantom or something. Like, <laughs> was that paper mache? Well, but would it... you really want to hear Neil Breen sing? Mm. I don't want to mm. hear him act or speak. <laughs> <laughs> hear him act. See, that's how it's messed up this movie got me. I don't want to hear him act. I was, I was really distraught too. I mean. The oxygen mask and the the little, like, oxygen thing for his nose, like, those kind of took me out of it. But then, like, when he pulled off the empty IV tubes 
and there was no needle in there. I was like, you don't have to show. You can cut away. Cut away. No, there's nothing there. Like, there's no movie magic here. Yeah, <laughs> it's all in his head. It's all real magic. <laughs> right. Yes. Movie magic is the one that's missing. <laughs> this is not a magic. So, game. I'm trying to understand. I mean, so many things, really. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to understand what what is the black smoke? What is the book? Well, that's from Lost. Who are the people that are fading in and fading out? Why does he develop the ability to fade in and fade out? Um. Oh, you're right. He did have that magic power to go through the through the storage well, container. He he's like that um character from Mystery Men, like he, he 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 can use his power but you can't watch him do it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, I've got you, Leah, you're safe. Oh my god, thank god. Well, I'm gonna put the blindfold back on. And she's like, What? And he's like, You have to trust me, you trust me, don't you? And he kisses her and she's like, Uh, okay and he's like, I'm gonna put the gag back in too. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, you have to be really quiet, and, and, and I'm going to save you. Don't You have to trust me. Be really quiet, though. You know what? I'm putting the gag back in. <laughs> I was like, what? You don't want to see where they have you. It's a storage facility. <laughs> I know. And then, and then when they get out, she's like, what's going on? And I was like, you can't say that. You have a gag in your mouth. <laughs> Um, and then isn't her yeah. next scene be just being on the phone, being like, I'm worried about him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying worried to about find... you. <laughs> I'm trying to find the box office take for this, and uh, <laughs> Good I, can't, luck. I can't find it. But I stumbled I... upon this quote in, in uh, Wikipedia. Jason Howard of Inlux Magazine. It only took about a minute into the film for me to discover that I was watching something special that had more to offer than the typical film. Fire him! <laughs> what the? Hell? Were you watching the same movie? Yes, he was. Oh I, my god! I really, I wish I was back in film school because this would be my thesis project. <laughs> There's something special a shot for here. Shot remake of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, leave me alone. I've got work to do, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I haven't told you. I haven't been working on a second second podcast. Oh no! I've been deep hacking in the dot onion domains, <laughs> and I've learned things that are going to change the world. Oh, Paul, I'm tore up about this. It's going to blow your mind. It's going. It's going to change everything. I have in my notes twenty minutes into fateful findings. Neil Brain butt shots two. <laughs> Laptops hitting the floor, two. He, side boobs, he was. two. Side boobs, two. What, two? That seems abnormal. Um. <laughs> I just found an awesome critical critic review. Don't use up all your derision on the first part of the movie, because you'll need it at the end. <laughs> so true. No, I cannot find a box office take. Maybe they didn't make. Well, maybe it lost money. Well, no, I don't know that it actually maybe, went to. Yeah, box maybe office. it was a direct-to-video oh. type thing. Oh no, it was. It, it was a, okay. It was at the Seattle Film Festival. Yeah, and then it. And then it went to DVD. 
And I think he, like, one of the other places it premiered was, like, Harry Knowles has, like, a film festival that he wanted it in. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the DVD he sent me is actually a DVD RW so that at least I can use the disc again. <laughs> 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 I crossed the threshold for Chris. That was too mean. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, we we did it. Did we do that before we started? Uh, I hope Paul's recording, but that would fit for this show. Um, <laughs> before we started going live, did we do the whole uh, pills thing before or after that? Because I I wrote that whole scene in my notes because it's hilarious. Because he's at his computer, like, where are my pills? I can't find my pills. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. the girlfriend brings them. He's like, thank you. you and he looks at the bottle from off camera. No, I'm not yeah. taking these anymore. And he's like, I don't need these anymore, and I could take them. <laughs> I urgently needed these. No, I don't. <laughs> Until I looked at them. <laughs> now I'm going to throw up. a laptop and a book. I think, like, for me, like, I, I know you have a different opinion, Arden, but uh, for me, like, I was being hit so hard by this film, like, I think I wanted to escape from it. So at some point while watching it, I, I made, like, a little meme of uh, the hefty bag room. The hefty bag room. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he was hitting too many emotion spots in me with the film. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, because oh. she's like, where were you just now? And I was like, in a hefty's commercial? I don't know. <laughs> I actually... I actually had to. Well, I was I was preparing dinner as I was watching the movie, and I realized having a sharp knife in my hand and cutting vegetables and watching this movie was probably a bit too much. And then uh, I decided I had to actually stop watching the movie to eat my dinner to to get it down before I continued with it. It was <laughs> that bad. Oh, oh. oh the yeah. sacrifices we make at Film Brown. It's true. Um... Yeah. Well, oh. but you have to like if you take there there is something to be said about all of the roles that Neil Breen played in this movie. I mean, in the making of it. I mean, obviously he's the main character, but he wrote, produced and directed it. Um yes. but then if you look at the credits, there's something really odd. So yes. there's like yes. 10 10 people named in the movie. <laughs> No, really, it's like 20. Uh, the, the credits are really spaced out because there's barely anything in them. But okay. Um, okay. after okay. you okay. pass the cast part, there's the section of, you know, the, the more like uh, uh, art direction and that sort of thing. Um, and you get into these parts where music director Neil Breen, um, he's, oh gosh, I'm trying to scroll through. So he's listed as an editor. Um, and there's a funny part at the very bottom of the credits where it says, all of the companies um, that start with a C or a B in the credits are fictitious, and those roles were for, fulfilled by Neil Breen. And so you see in sound editors, NJN, Sound Associates. Well, that's that. Since it starts with an N, that was actually Neil Breen, and so all all these like, yes. Why did he have to make up these like fake companies? To the B and B Effects Studio, BB Location Management. Um, it's he's it's listed as the thing. production manager, uh, administration See, and accounting. 
<laughs> and so he he fluffer. basically did it's like bankrolled completely by him and done yep. totally like he did editing he did accounting he did music um and well you know the the human psyche can only be stretched so far and so I think nice <laughs> That, that's the, the human psyche can only be stretched so far. That's better than my '90s porn veneer uh, reference. I like that. Stretch your human psyche. Watch this movie. My first of all, I know you said all the people named in the credits, but I my brain heard maimed, and that worked as well. Um, <laughs> maimed from the watching of this movie, uh, but. My my theory was like I wonder if those are all like dummy corporations he started to get some sort of like you know film incentive kickbacks film credits and then and then like his ego couldn't take it so in the bottom of the credits it's he was me. like those are only two so I think the thing to be said about all the roles that Neil Breen played in this film is don't don't, <laughs> don't do that <laughs> that's that's all that's all there is to be said. Yes, you need more friends. You need more friends. I mean, um, <laughs> and your so, friends are not necessarily actors either. But that's maybe a different lesson. So, why? Um, I've been doing lots of mental health things lately, uh, and I share that openly. But uh, watching this movie isn't one of them. Well. <laughs> I just was like really distraught. Like maybe I'm doing therapy wrong, but I typically meet like my psychiatrist in a room and we sit down and chat, not a boardroom at both ends of the table. <laughs> like that didn't seem very intimate. Like when he met his psychiatrist and they're at both opposite ends of the table. Listen, when you've reached his level of, you know, the sophistication, his he's a writer. <laughs> He's a he's a hacker. <laughs> hacker. You, you can't you can't. He's, he's magical. <laughs> you can't do therapy the same way as other people. It's true. All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I also have in my notes: no bras were harmed in the making of this film. Oh my god, I noticed that as well. Basically, none of the women that are that are in this movie have a bra. None of them. None and uh, uh, probably not even the grandma. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't get any side boob off of her. That was <laughs> sorry. That was a little rude. I know. I forgot my adapter because I was gonna play like the one scene of them, um, the husband and wife friends. They are terrible. Oh my god! Can I can I offer you a drink? Are you sure I can't offer you a drink? I'm like, how are these two? Is, is she that like the a scene you're going for? Is she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which one, right? Like, <laughs> no more books. <laughs> we could do a remix. No more books. Can I offer you a drink? Sure, I can offer you a little drink. Huh? No. The pacing is <laughs> that's amazing. Just, that's it. That's it's it. amazing. Yeah. He like he does this like weird crab walk towards her. <laughs> Are you, you sure? Like you don't you don't give me sex anymore. <laughs> I, I also, wow. 
my my fa- one of my favorite scenes was though with Breen and his girlfriend where he's like, I want you to go to rehab. And she's like, no. No. No rehab. <laughs> you then, know that this is going to tear us apart. Yeah. And then they cut. And then they cut and they are like in different spots in the same, <laughs> the same clothes. Right. And he has a laptop in his lap now. And he's like, I've got to I've, get this work done. I've got done. to get this work done. And then she's like, I hate my job. I don't like anyone I work with. And he's like, I've got to get this work done. <laughs> I'm going to, ch- it's going to change the world. Gosh. And then she's like, the bank is failing. Pills help. I need something stronger. <laughs> and I've got like, to get this work done. I hate seeing you this way. Let's talk. And then they hold hands. And then it's a new scene in a different location. And she's like, I'm done talking. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, what just happened? There was no talking. Yes. You held hands. It all happened in their minds. <laughs> it was in the hefty room. The, the hefty. Yes, I, that's what the hefty room is for. That's for the talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, but Arden, he was talking to someone else, though. Arden, if you if you can't take it into the hefty room with me, then you're wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> You're not hefty, hefty, hefty. What's said in the hefty room stays in the hefty room. (laughs) The first rule of hefty room. (laughs) Is lights don't work in there. Stop trying to shoot a film in here. Dialogue doesn't happen in the hefty room. (laughs) Dialogue doesn't happen. And you don't squeeze the Charmin as much as you want. <laughs> Sorry, he was in the last movie, but oh wow, uh, yeah. I think we just made a better movie. I think we just wrote the script for a better movie. I, I, everyone there's... knows you're an amazing shot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Set a flashback to a, the completely different movie. Uh... Oh yes, what? I. It was like astonishing. We're watching all these magical things. Like Jen brought up, like there's a book and. Hey, and look, the, it's a mushroom. And the mushroom, the magic mushroom. Yeah, magic the mushroom. mushroom disappears, and it shows a, a box. And there I was... love how Leah is like, hey, you probably shouldn't take that out of that box. And, and he's like, <laughs> I'm not scared. And she's like, well, I'll just put these pretty stones that are next to it in there. And I was like, what are those? I would have like been, look at these damn stones, not the right. mushroom. Right. <laughs> Unless you're going to eat it. I'm going to make a bracelet. Oh, yeah, so you can recognize me in scenes later in the film. That's right. <laughs> I, also, you know, I'd, yes. I'd actually I'm going didn't... to write it's a be- <laughs> it's a magical day, completely <laughs> off kilter to all the lines on the page. <laughs> in I'm crayon. also going to carry that with me like every day, even though it looks brand spanking new when she drops it by the pool. <laughs> right. I uh, I actually didn't even realize that that nurse was his girlfriend from the beginning of the movie and all grown up until I read okay. it later in a. All right, hold on. She was a doctor. She was in the nurse. Wasn't she? Or I th- she was a neurologist, she wasn't she? I thought she was what? She was a neurologist, neurologist? wasn't she? She yeah. was the neurologist that he called in. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've, I've called in a neurologist, and then she walks in, and she's like, oh. She takes his pulse, which I was like, I'm not sure that there's a, I think there's a, I hear a beeping. I think something can give you his beats per minute right over there. But I understand if you don't trust machines, you know, Transformers, Terminator, all that. Sure. Uh, but I was like, she's like, oh yeah, this isn't good. He's in like a very bad coma. And I was like, you did all that from his 
Pulse, you are the best neurologist ever. <laughs> I must have missed that, that that connection when I was doing the 15-second chopping, <laughs> fast-forwarding. But I didn't realize what the relation was until way, way into it. It was, yeah, okay. All I, right. I, I saw that um, bracelet, and I was like, well, I think like you, I was like, maybe fast forwarding here and there and then i was like who's this woman again so i rewound to watch her come in and i was like um and then she came in later when he had disappeared and i saw the bracelet for sure then i was like oh that's leah yeah so was it fateful that they found each other after so many years what is the fateful finding or the finding of the rock in the beginning like yeah yeah I mean, because he wouldn't have been tortured with, like, all the drama of maybe being, like, loved so dearly by all of his friends and their daughters and and having to hack the world and everything, like, if he didn't have that magical rock that healed him. Hmm. Hmm. And, And then the contrast, like, was really strange, like... Like, that's when I was like, is there something deeper going on that I've missed? And now, like, Arden, I need to rewatch this film because he goes to the psychiatrist in the boardroom. <laughs> and all of a sudden, now he has an appointment with a different psychiatrist. And they're just on two folding chairs right next to each other, like yes. touching knees. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Touching knees. Yeah. Yep. And then and that lady, like, doesn't she disappear at some point? Yes. 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 I I was thinking maybe I should go back to review it, and then I just kind of thought, why? (laughs) (laughs) It's not really going to make the whole movie make any sense for me, right? So, No, it it really isn't. Like, why did that lady disappear? I really, I can't tell you. I have no idea. Well, again, that's the whole crux of the magical parts of this, is like, why... What is the fading doing? What is the purpose of the rocks? What is the purpose of the magic mushroom? What's the purpose of the gold book with the stars floating off of it? Mm-hmm. I And yet and none the... of them have anything to do with like the big climax, which is the scene where he uh, <laughs> yes. stands in front of a green screen Washington, D.C. and tells mm-hmm. everybody that he's found a bunch of stuff doesn't really show any of it but then we see um you know what looks like a crowd but then the crowd turns out to just be individual people who are going to make announcements about their retirement before dying tragically by their own hands um yeah that was he's got a pretty solid 100 percent success rate with killing his enemies i guess (laughs) Basically, really... this movie is like Starman on a much cheaper budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starman? That's being offensive to Starman. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, every every great piece of art, song, or novel is interesting because you get to interpret it different ways, just like this film. <laughs> okay. just like life you you can make up your own reason for why they're fading huh that's pretty nice <laughs> i'm I, i'm just trying to understand is the smoke good or bad you're still wondering that about lost as well right why so. does it well 
Not as much. Maybe I mean <laughs> maybe that maybe that is the explanation is that nothing in Fateful Findings uh, actually means anything. Um, they just both died as kids, and uh, when they found the mushroom, Ooh. like they touched the mushroom and they died, and uh, and the rest of it is all purgatory. Mm. That's compelling. Mm. I I think you just wrinkled my brain. <laughs> I, uh, what? I have notes. I have notes about the scene where um, the other couple in the film, uh, where they're trying to talk through their marital problems, and I've already. Been I'm strong. sorry. Yes, yes. It was like. It was like Neil sat her down and said, I need you to be emotional in the scene. You're admitting there's a problem in your marriage and you're feeling very ashamed. And she's like, I'm sorry. She's like shouting. <laughs> I was like, there's other emotions besides anger. I think I'm told by my psychiatrist anyway. It's weird though, because you don't see anger on her face. She just dials no. her volume up a little bit. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And apparently she's also a pill popper. So Neil Breen has pill popping on the brain. Pill popping mm. wives. Yep. Oh, that's the next reality show. Pill popping <laughs> wives. <laughs> oh, um, my God. I've got to tell you the truth. I'm not writing a book. Even though I've told you this in a previous scene, I'm hacking the government. I'll expose them all. <laughs> He like shouts that at one point, and then later he like sits her down. He's like, "I got to tell you the truth." And I'm like, right. "But you already told." I watched this scene. She was home when you said that the first time. <laughs> yeah. uh. Yep, she was. She was like still looking for the bra. Um... <laughs> I mean, thanks to Jen and Masters of the Universe, like now, like I just look for nipples in films. <laughs> oh flashback uh i loved too that they were like clearly i thought it was just a couple's pool party but apparently they invited the good dr leah and her boyfriend so there was seven people at the pool party but the sound effect cd was going crazy it was like 50 <laughs> people at the party <laughs> i couldn't control my laughter at that point i was uh, like where are all the people they're like, next door they're like next to the camera Oh, right God. and indoors based on the echoes yeah <laughs> there's this crazy part in that um barbecue scene where his friend i guess is really drunk and then like stumbles on everything and like drops the hot dogs and is just makes a mess um and it it's it evoked like it was shot like a like an infomercial like yeah are you dropping your hot dogs <laughs> does this happen to you drunk friends at your parties well for only 9.99 we can sell you this gun america. america does your drunk friend keep approaching your pill popping girlfriend <laughs> we've got the solution for that <laughs> we'll make her miserable at work and give her friends that she doesn't like Act now, and you'll get this free sponge. <laughs> oh, we've watched too much late-night television collectively, um, I think. The best part in the whole movie, I think, for me, was when they reused the garage shot, because at some point when they're having <laughs> troubles in their marriage, he's 
by his Ferrari working on it and getting drunk and she yells at him. And then they use the same shot when she comes in to kill him. And I was just like, <laughs> wait, we've seen this shot before. Oh, God, something familiar. I've seen this before. I know what's happening. They're Bang. in the garage. Ferrari. <laughs> Yeah, and see, I, I, I sympathize with that a lot because basically the movie is so bad that when there is some clarity, it sticks out at you like, whoa, I understand what is happening here. Maybe that was done on purpose, you think? Was he that genius that he... No, no. I, I had hopes that like maybe, you know, the movie isn't, what, maybe 2013? It's not that old, but I was like... I had hopes that maybe the girl playing the daughter would turn out to get like an Oscar in a few years or something. Because in the beginning of the film, she has no lines. Like the, every time we see her, and I was like, You got no lines in this film. In this <laughs> film. I hope you're way better than all of them. And then when like she shoots her husband on accident because she was really going to fill the car full of bullets. Um, the daughter comes in and she's like, you killed him. And then the mom's like holding her and they're looking at each other. And I'm like, um, is something going to, and then she's like, dad. And I was like, that was like 30 <laughs> seconds of my yep. life there. Like, what's oh, going yeah. on? Oh yeah. There's a lot of those dramatic pauses. I think it's more trying to figure out what their line was. I, because like like you were saying Jen like because this movie is like so unclear like I quickly put down in my notes like wait like why is Neil Breen's um, girlfriend blaming herself for that guy's suicide <laughs> I mm. threw that down in my notes and then like you know 15 seconds later it's like he's like oh you're not or she's like he hit on me at the party and I turned him away and I was like Oh, that's why you're blaming yourself, I guess? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> I just know, like, that scene when she's in, the daughter is in the pool, she takes her top off, and there's the whole seduction of Neil Breen thing. I got so uncomfortable, I fast-forwarded through the whole thing. I couldn't, I couldn't watch. I was cringing. It was that that's, bad. I, I felt, like, uncomfortable just because we tried to watch uh, the second Mask movie, and Paul couldn't watch the movie because the baby was doing scary things and he had a baby at the time. And so mm -hmm. when this happened and Paul has two daughters, I was like, oh, my God, why did I make Paul watch this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, sending him a card and everything. Okay, I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a Neil Breen movie. I just sort of... Yeah. I'll get there somewhere, but we won't know where. Like... <laughs> and until we get there. Don't you uh, know he's a dangerous hacker? You don't want to be involved in it with him. <laughs> That's then, right. So, no more books. No more books. Yes, that was classy. Uh, his shouting line on the phone. And then when he starts, like, now that he's met Leah at the barbecue and she accidentally dropped her giant journal from her pocket... Uh, then he like starts talking to her and she's like oh i you know i dumped my boyfriend and and uh and so then they cut to a scene of his girlfriend drinking alone and in my notes i was like 
I feel like her right now. <laughs> like in this movie, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I just want some comfort. I'm going to crawl in the bed and have some booze. And he just like goes back and forth between the two women for a, while, a little while there in a few scenes, like seamlessly. Like, this is a guy, but he's got a lot of morals, apparently, because he's... Well, yeah, and it's just happy. so crazy. That, like, uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna be with Leah now, so my girlfriend has to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somehow, How somehow you we get have to, write to die. That script. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I can remain like, yeah, clean and yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I. It was at that point, like, I think I, I have in my notes that that makes sense now because in my notes I wrote like, I'm so frightened by Breen's black dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably being passionate with Leah. <laughs> yeah, that's some uh, kind of a strange, like, morality ex machina. Uh, <laughs> where it's like, we can't expect the main character to be moral. So we're just going to resolve this moral quandary ourselves. Oh, man. I can't believe where my brain is going. It's terrible. The improvised kidnapping scene is magic. Mm -hmm. That's the magic in this film. That's the best part. It's like he was like kidnapping scene. Yeah, like when Leah gets kidnapped. Like there's this guy in sunglasses and a hat, and like he comes to get her, and and they obviously didn't do any blocking or anything. It was the only scene under 15 seconds, so you completely missed it. I think I must have because I'm like she got kidnapped. There's a guy with a hat and a. No, I'm not going to go back and watch. Yeah, it was uh, it was like they never rehearsed it or anything. So yeah. he's just like standing in front of her, and she's like, "Wait, uh, who are you?" And I, she like kind of pushed him, and then like, <laughs> like, "I guess I'm gonna grab you, but I just met you yesterday." Like, oh wow! I, I love awkward. that he had the instructions of where he was gonna take her on a three by five <laughs> note card. What? And then just I totally it missed just the was scene. Left behind on the <laughs> on the sidewalk. And clearly, Wait, he you... had memorized them because he could. He took her there, right? So, oh, I didn't think about that, but I like how you caught that. I mean, this movie just flies by so fast. Even Arden missed the the, the card falling. But... I missed that whole scene. Never mind. I'm like, this doesn't exist. Did we watch the same movie? Did I get the edited version? But what? just in case you missed it, Neil Breen is walking up to the house, and he's like, "Hey, Leah, it's me." I just thought I'd let you know that I'm walking into the house right now. Yeah. Oh, hey. I saw that. Your purse is on the ground here. Oh, hey, what's this note? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, he has like a five-minute conversation with the answering machine. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Why aren't you picking up? Where are you? I'm looking at something like that. I, th- I vaguely remember about that you. Part. Yeah. And I was just like, you you cut between scenes and we're like, what the hell is going on? And then for this, you have so much buildup. I'm like, I don't need, I know she was kidnapped. Yeah, I, we saw it. You don't have to. <laughs> just open your hand. Magic rock is there and go, go save her. Like, Yeah. I was... Uh talking to uh, a playwright that I know about, well, I can't, obviously writing plays and, and screenplays and stuff Party. like that. And he said, you know, the, the main thing in writing, you know, for, for theater and such is that you don't have to tell the audience, you're supposed to show them, right, as the exposition. Neil Reen never got that memo, I don't think. You know, because he, he just, he does both. But the, the, the explicit narration of everything that happens, I think really, it put it past the so bad it's good 
mark like it was just yeah i don't know what but like hmm i exactly this is what, <laughs> this well, is what i'm I, saying i want to get back to that but uh i only have a few more notes uh I like the the payoff for the film for Paul, I believe, is at an hour 24 when we get to see the cliche alarm clock shot of every student film. <laughs> I have that in my note. What? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a shot in an alarm clock for whatever reason. I can't remember the context. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's that's the part where the, the the guy that's trying to kill him that you only see his shoes appears in his house or something yes oh right 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 so, and he decides he needs to sneak away yes so who 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 is this so is it someone from the government should we assume that maybe he was in in league with the stiletto heels from the beginning <laughs> i never i never thought whenever they showed feet in the hallway i never thought it was someone like nefarious strangely enough i thought still like there was like a magic half of neil breen like doing these <laughs> things like hacking while he was making love to leah or something like i there, there was like he could astral project yeah himself? yeah that that made more sense to me than someone <laughs> wants to kill this man that would well <laughs> i mean everyone loves him everyone loves him why would anyone want to kill him that's that's true that's true um and then I did make a note, too, like at the end of my notes, but I was like, it happened earlier in the film, but I did feel like during the um, the lovemaking scenes or the scenes where we're about to do lovemaking and the clothes were coming off, like we we basically got someone hitting a microphone when the clothes hit the ground <laughs> or something. <laughs> it was not like clothes falling to the ground. I was like... <laughs> I was like, what? It's a heavy shirt, honey. Like, But it did drop like a rock every time you see it. It was just like, it was yeah. nothing just elegant about Throw it. them down. Yeah. yeah. You, you would think like clothes that heavy would hide nipples, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not that blue top, it didn't. So, who shot I don't the know sniper? If... At the yes. end, there's a sniper and he gets shot. What? I know. I, did, did I miss that too? Who sh- what? There's a sniper? Who yeah, shoots there was him? A sniper. It was the person on the grassy knoll. Um, <laughs> or, does, I, wow. or does Neil just use his magic powers to reflect the bullet back at him, maybe? Maybe. I, I have no idea. I, wow. Do you? I wondered too, like during the scene where he saves Leah with his magic fading powers, like. I wondered if that was sort of like a, a real life thing for him as well, where like, you know, like when he's with a lady, he's like, you you have to put this blindfold on and be very quiet. And then he invites some other man in to make love to them to make him feel like he's a really good. No, that's, that's terrible. That's the that's plot of a 90s porn movie. No, oh, you're right. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. HBO for both of us. Too much. Um, <laughs> oh, Windows is like, you know what? Neil Breen is scary. Uh, important updates are pending. Do you want to do them now? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to save you. <clears throat> but I wanted to read to you guys, because I don't know if you saw the description of this film, the official description, because it's in the IMDb page, and it says written by Neil Breen. <laughs> but when I read it, I was like, 
oh, which movie was this again? Like, because that's not the movie we watched, but here it goes. Here's the official description. A small boy discovers a mystical power as a child. He is then separated from his childhood girlfriend. He grows up to be a computer scientist who is hacking into the most secret national and international secrets, as well as being an acclaimed novel writer. His childhood finding, quote-unquote, gives him amazing paranormal powers. He is reunited with his childhood girlfriend, mystically, on his hospital deathbed, as his relationship with his current drug-addicted girlfriend is deteriorating. That's a really long sentence. The passions build between the threesome. What? Mystical, psychiatric, and worldly forces rise to prevent him from revealing the hacked secrets. He attempts to reveal all in Washington, D.C. at a large press conference with fateful, quote-unquote, and dangerous consequences. What were the fateful and dangerous consequences? <laughs> I don't... Well, that, that the people killed themselves? In, Maybe. Each in unique uh, and interesting ways? <laughs> or cliche ways? Like... And in I... the end, Wall Street was finally occupied. Okay. The end. <laughs> I... Cue the clap track. That bothered me too. Like you couldn't even get stock footage of people cheering. It was like him in that terrible green screen, and then they would cut to like four cameras. <laughs> I was like, but and then they would you'd hear cheering and clapping, and I was like, yeah. um, yeah, and like you know, it, it was like this is like your angry grandpa is like, I'm gonna write a movie. It's gonna be good, and it's like yeah, I've I've, uh, I've hacked the government and I found all their secrets. And it's like the end. the end. But then, like, yeah, he goes that extra step to have the guy, like your wonderful banker impression. I'm from the bank. I'm the <laughs> bank president. I am going to step down. We are sorry. We were doing this out of greed and filth. And now we will stop. Right. And then he shoots right. himself. Yeah. Right. No because FBI. our secrets have been exposed, we all suddenly have consciences and are so remorseful we are going to commit suicide. <laughs> we are this sorry. makes no sense to me at all. Oh. That man's magic rock made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the black smoke. Films. It was inside all of us. That <laughs> 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 smoke noise. Was... Know, we, I was seriously thinking after seeing this, we should get everybody who's involved in a film frown and try to do a really bad movie and we film it so that we're all filming where, where we live but oh. like as if it's one movie so like say I'm having a conversation with Paul yeah. but you cut it so that we're actually in different it's like we're in different houses in different <laughs> cities but it's supposed to be the same scene I like it and we all do it all on like an iPhone or something It there are scenes in this film which are really fun like that too where it's just like the room tone changes and things and it's yeah. like oh yeah this is why we do adr and things like that like i understand sound is hard we can hear my computer fan right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> continuity what continuity we don't need no continuity yeah. yeah yeah it was the dining room scene i think is the one that stuck out to me the most where they're all they've invited their friends over and they're all talking oh. about how amazing it is that he's recovered and every single yeah. line is cut to person. Pause. Yes. Say their line. Pause. Yeah. Cut to reaction <laughs> shot. Pause. 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 
respond. This movie probably could have been like an hour long if you cut all the pauses out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I forgot about that scene because there are, like, it feels painful as Paul just described. Like, you know, and it's, we're sort of getting some story here. Like you say, like, I can't believe you're getting better. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. He is getting better. We're glad to have you back. It's a miracle. And then they cut to the daughter and she's like, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then like at that same, like another dinner scene or whatever, like they're clearly over like Neil Breen and his girlfriend's house again. And she's like, May I be excused? And I was like, do you have to do that at someone else's house? Like, I mean, you <laughs> probably should ask your parents, but what's happening here? Like, she, she looks like she's at least 23, like, honestly. <laughs> we need to have permission. Yeah, um, that was what's bothering me. I've seen cold table reads that were done better than this. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean, like, physical, actual tables that were frigid <laughs> reading? Yeah, exactly. I know I shouldn't be applying for this part as a dog because I'm a table, clearly. I have but a table. But her, that's it's cold in here. That's okay. acting. Right. Acting. Yes. Yeah. Clunk, clunk. So you say. Yeah, you say it it surpassed so bad it's good, but I'm curious about Jen's opinion because she watched it with friends, and, and I was going to say that that's one of the cardinal sins that we often commit on this podcast is, like, I think the goal is always to find, like, a movie that's so bad it's good that you want to show your friends and watch it together and make fun of it, mm-hmm. and we never do that because... We should do that. We should all get together and watch it or use like a service to watch it online. But yeah, like how did how did it go for you and your friends, Jen? Um, I it was really fun. Um, we laughed a lot and you know, but we basically it was like staccato of like all the same things that we've been talking about, just laughing at the pauses <laughs> that made no sense, laughing at the cuts. Um there and I, I guess like it, 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 it is so bad that it's, it's hard to even consider it like a cohesive work, you know. <laughs> and so it, it's like you're watching kind of like a collection of YouTube videos that kind of <laughs> makes sense. And so, it, in that context, um, it was fun to watch, but. I mean, I I don't uh, I I, I it, it is very obviously terrible, and I don't think that anybody should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it deserves call not steps. even with friends. But uh, but I did manage to have fun at least. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, you said at the beginning you think the room is a better fun film. Well, um, no, I think that. <laughs> Just a more hang on a minute. Film. We were all here for that. No, Are you trying to breathe us? The the room is is more like it, it's it's a more cohesive work in in that like you can kind of understand you know how things got from A to B. Um, I can't I can't really get into the room for I don't know I don't it's 
It's complicated. You're tearing me apart, Jen. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I have disappointed a lot of people in my life with my choices. I understand. <laughs> Say it louder, oh, please. Oh, that's brave. Uh, that's brave. She's yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't I can't say that like the room is a better movie. Uh, uh, well, okay, yes. There, as as a film, <laughs> as a film, the room is like technically better, I guess. Um, oh, I like it. <laughs> you're struggling. You know, you as are far really as struggling. Like, your ABCs of like filmmaking. <laughs> I like this, but but uh, gosh, it, it's it's difficult. I can't. It's hard to make a judgment. I I, I think that because I was watching um, Fateful Findings with friends, I I guess I enjoyed it more, and am more willing to, you know, give it a pass. Are you? <laughs> Whereas with the room, it's just like it has the semblance of something, so it makes it more painful when when. As things are horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, The Room, like, I didn't watch it. I'd never seen The Room until, like, last summer. So that was my first time. And <clears throat> I went to the theater, and it was quite... You have to see it with a crowd. I, um, but I'm hesitant to, like, take my spouse who's never seen it because, like, I was uncomfortable at times. Like, <laughs> when they're, like, shouting at Lisa because she's sleeping with his best friend it's like so misogynistic like yes, the crowd yes, that, like, and i guess that's that's why i always have like this like hesitation with the room because that movie is so misogynist yes but i mean faithful findings doesn't do much better no 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 no, no. no. and not even neil breen's naked ass balances that out no no and uh, I would ask you how what you think, Paul, but I'm very busy. I'm writing a book right now, <laughs> and I'm hacking the government. <laughs> That's okay. Oh. It, I, I, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't I don't know if I even need to contribute. I think we've said it all, really. Um, Do you think I, this would pass the Bechdel test? What was that? Do you think this would pass the Bechdel test? Oh. <laughs> Damn it! Actually, no, because it requires two women to actually be talking to each other, doesn't it? Something like that. Yes, yes. the two named women need to be talking to each other about something other than a man. Um, there are wow. two women that talk to each other when the dude kills himself, but they're talking about him, I guess. Right. So I don't right. think yes. it passes. Yeah. I and at the dinner so table, either. it's all about Neil and how he's better. Well, and I, I think I made a note, like, on Twitter or somewhere where I was just like, this movie is, like, 76% Neil Breen on the phone and, like, 10% <laughs> other characters on the phone. <laughs> and so, like, I think the two women... Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and pauses. Smoke and pauses. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Sorry, I didn't there interrupt are, there. But there are two... Uh, the two women talk to each other on the phone, but it's like, yeah, it's unfortunately, I don't think it passes because she's like, I'm worried about him. And she's mm -hmm. like, I'm ruining my marriage. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I will say I did enjoy watching this. 
Um, but primarily because I knew how much fun we would have recording this podcast. <laughs> uh, and so it's maybe sort of a Pavlovian response more than an enjoyment of the film itself. There's so many, we've had a lot of very technically bad movies, uh, this, yeah. this time around, which I, f- which feels weird because it seems like most of our, most of our film frown, uh, fair, whether it's uh, whether it's so bad it's good or it is just bad or maybe it's just mediocre, usually there aren't so many technical problems with mm, them. I right, feel like yeah, uh, this one had just so many editing um, choices <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> right, and, if you want to call them that, yeah, there's lack of yeah. choice. It was it it's it's a tough it is a tough watch. I would not it's, recommend watching it. I did enjoy watching it, but again, I enjoyed it because I knew we would have fun talking about it. I have to agree. I was honestly, at one point, I was ready to give up. And then I thought, no, I can't miss out on the fun. I've got, (laughs) although apparently I missed out a couple of scenes. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say you missed them. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm bumped. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like I, I would say, like the four of us chatting now, is like if we were watching the movie together. So I kind of wonder if it would be fun to watch with a group of people, mm-hmm. or even the four of us, or whoever's doing the podcast. We could try actually watching the movie and commenting in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Blu-ray, you know. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah, D- and D- when D- I was watching with my friends, there was a, a few times that we paused and rewound just to take in how bad yes. it was, <laughs> yes. like a particular thing that happened. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it, it, it was fun. It was fun. I did that a couple times because I was taking a note, and then it was one of those random cuts, like he was in the hefty bag room, and I was like, wait, how did he get there? Let me oh. rewind. Nope. Don't know. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> it's well, you can't turn around for a second, or actually, you can. Uh, it'll be just as disjointed. Yeah. 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 He. Uh, yeah. Hey, I was gonna say when Paul was making his comments that it's interesting too. Like I hadn't thought about it until this very moment. But what if this was an in-camera edit? That explains oh, yeah. all the big long pauses. <laughs> it's Gosh. like a it's like a vine, but without a limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please put that on your box, Neil Breen. Oh. <laughs> Faithful vines. Faithful. It's vines. like a Snapchat, but longer. Like a clap chat. I don't know. <laughs> a Snapchat you can never erase. <laughs> it doesn't oh. go away. Forever in my brain. We we call these you've seen stories and you've seen Snapchat where things disappear after a while, but we've instituted a new feature where you can have a video clip that is always there. We call them Breens. Breens. <laughs> Breen chats. Oh uh, well at least well no, there's no saving grace here. I can't <laughs> I was gonna well, you know, I, I actually feel like if it wasn't for film frown I never would have been exposed to stuff like this. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. 
Oh, I'm glad we recorded that. Uh, that Sign up for our like, Patreon, uh, folks. That's that's a poster right there. <laughs> Please join us on the podcast where one of our guests, Jen, said, "I'll never do this ever again." <laughs> I just, but you know, I I feel I feel kind of privileged to be a part of that crowd that can say, "Yeah, I've actually watched a Neil Green film." I know. Yeah. If someone refers to it in the industry, I can say, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I suppose it's a good thing. Yeah, but I mean, I can like one up you at that party and say, I bought one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, but don't tell my Montreal sauce patrons or they'll be mad. <laughs> you, you spent the money on what? <laughs> it's all in the name of entertainment. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs a new microphone that doesn't work? I got a Neil Breen film. And you paid a premium for it, my friend. Yeah. You know what? I say, I say, you know, maybe this wasn't the best film. But I know that graduation and wedding season is coming up. And every recent grad and every new couple deserves this film as their gift. So go out and buy this for them. <laughs> Start a new tradition. Breen the yeah. graduates. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it can green, be green like a whole home. De Beers kind of conspiracy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but with Neil Breen films. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you see like our wish list? <laughs> we had Double Down on there. I know, I got you faithful findings. Isn't that great? <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, uh, thank you both for joining us, Arden and Jen. This was... Uh... This was... Uh, I have to agree with Paul. The one thing that made this fun and enduring was knowing the fun we were going to have tonight with it. Because, uh, yeah, getting through that... I, the first 10 minutes just so threw me for a loop that I was... As, if it wasn't for like doing this, I honestly probably would have just shut it off. Yeah. Well, I mean... I often say this, or at least in my head, but think about me, man. That's why I'm here. <laughs> like, yeah, no. But, uh, no, I watched the version that Paul sent out first that was only an hour long, and I kept looking at it going, well, I mean, like, at least he had the good sense not to make a long movie. And then when it got to that part and I didn't see credits and I mentioned it to Paul, he's like, oh, it didn't upload all the way. Sorry. I was like... It's an hour and 40 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> My soul started crying. It went, mm, whatever that noise is. Yep. Yeah. Well, I actually, like I said, I stopped in the, probably halfway through the movie, had dinner, and watched an episode of The Toys That Made Us. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to kind of refresh my brain and lighten up again before I got back to it. So... But I, I I made it. Here I am. Yeah, I decided to like tweet or toot on Mastodon live while I was watching. It was a good idea because it felt like I was watching it with friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said the lonely guy who's going to now tell us shrink that tomorrow. <laughs> I've got to get this work done. <laughs> I've got to get this work done. Nope, less feeling, less feeling. Haven't your sessions less with feeling. me been rewarding, Chris? Oh. <laughs> That's why what I imagine he's going to say to you tomorrow. You oh. know I can help you. 
<laughs> throw pills, throw pills. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, do we have any more uh, in the rest of this season? Is there's, there's one more if you're interested. Oh. Um, there's one more with Jen. She's joining us on the 21st. It'll be oh, better. So what's, what's the movie? Wanted. Uh, oh, with uh, Angelina Jolie and uh, James well, McAvoy. That's like a light. That's light years James. of improvement over. Well, it's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, where... so. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's, it's weird because, like, te- technically, yes, it is better. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. Oh, also. I... That could be interesting. I'm going to be working on my Morgan Freeman impression for the next two weeks. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. Whoa, you're going to harass us then? Oh, sorry, too soon. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I also just recently saw another movie with Morgan Freeman that is poss- possibly the movie that I hate the most. Um, Lucy. I don't know if you've seen Lucy. Uh, it has Scarlett <gasps> no. Johansson. Yes. And Morgan Freeman. I despise Lucy with oh my all gosh. of my being. Is that the one where she takes the she accidentally like takes the pill and is yes. able to have a hundred percent of her brain? It, yes, yep. yes, one hundred percent. I have no idea. Yes, that that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna that let you do beautiful. the impression. Actually, <laughs> that that was beautiful. It is shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> we should merge Lucy the Wanted. We'll just do the whole thing as Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you won't be able to do that when we do that show. You'll like be like, "Oh, I did it before." There's recorded proof. I swear. Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't say the movie was "Now You See Me." Now you see me too. Because, you know, that would have been disappointing. Lucy, wow. That Lucy. movie is basically this movie with a budget, I would say. This... <laughs> and it's a female character. You are not wrong. Really? Is that bad? Okay, well, I won't watch that one. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, that's what's coming up. Okay. Uh, that's I'll have a look at the show. calendar. And uh, it's exciting. And yes. thanks for listening. Thanks, Mom. And our patrons who really patronize Montreal sauce, but you're patronizing this show too because I said so. Well, uh, don't be patronizing. Don't oh, patronize me. Oh, less feeling, less feeling. <laughs> I have to get this work done. I have to get this work done. I can't deal with this. It's going to change the world. It's gonna, I, I can't even. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Cut. It's really hard to do. Like it's yeah. really hard to say things. You didn't offer me a retainer. I didn't ask for one. I'm not obligated to write anything for you. Don't ever was... call here again. <laughs> Almost a little too much feeling. A little too much, but I was pretty close. I hate pretty it close. when these people offer me vacations on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, no, I'm not happy with my long distance service. <laughs> we we should remake this movie. I just uh, switched to Charter last year. No, we're 
<laughs> we'll print the script out and then we'll just mix up the pages and it'll probably make sense. Wouldn't that mess with your head? Plus, yeah. if we film the mixing up of the pages, it can be one of the scenes. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> and then we'll send it to Neil. We'll be like, eat that, motherfucker. <laughs> just wondering if maybe we could borrow the rock for our movie version of your movie because i want the mushroom oh you want the mushroom (laughs) and the garbage the hefty bag the hefty room what's the first rule of hefty room chris (laughs) you don't talk in hefty room room. (laughs) there's no clothes in the hefty room there's no clothes in the hefty room second rule there's no clothes in the hefty room third rule the hefty room makes no sense you just reminded me you just can you imagine oh wow that's two things happening finish your now. sentence use your yeah, words thank you I'm Neil Breening right now yeah. uh, <laughs> I love it when they go back to the woods and put the rock back in the magic mushroom that's really a box and the okay so if you're listening because I'm going to make sense instead of the movie but the magic mushroom sort of fades away and then there's a silky bag that has a box in it and that's where they got the stone the first time so they take it back okay the mushroom turns into the bag neil takes the box out puts the stone in it looks to leah and she smiles and she's like it's not such a magical day uh and then he takes because you know this movie's gone on for a long time and these scenes are so long. He takes the bag and he just sort of like covers the box with it and then takes the string that the bag was tied up with and just sort of like plops it on top of there and covers it up with some pine needles. Some pine needles. And I was just like, oh. That wasn't improv at all. He was like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this, like, rope? Like, he could have just threw it all out of the scene, and I wouldn't have cared. Like, I was just like, wow. I think the title of the movie refers to the movie itself. So, this movie itself was a fateful finding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get where you're going. No, I was just going to say, the second thought that came to my head, to just keep going, unfortunately, is the fact that, like, what if, I mean, we can assume, like, he used different houses that he was uh, selling, as Jen said. But what if the hefty room just happened to be, like, in his own, very own house or garage? And now when he invites women over, he's like, oh, yeah, we shot a film in here. If I saw a room covered in plastic, I would run, <laughs> run, that's, run. That's this kill room. <laughs> yes. It's would the you, Dexter room. Do you do favor and just stand over the plastic? <laughs> the Dexter room. <laughs> if he brings you into that room and says he likes Huey Lewis in the news, you run, run. <laughs> and then we'll film your feet. <laughs> yeah, or like American Psycho, because he would put plastic down too, wouldn't he? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. loved Huey Lewis in the news. I just, I, I want to redo that movie and just film it with people's feet. Could you do an entire movie just filming people's feet and hearing the dialogue? That could be, I don't know. Have to be really nice shoes, or well manicured feet, or the same shoes, right? Because otherwise, how are you going to know which characters which? You put their names on the shoes, <laughs> like you do in elementary school. <laughs> wow. 
And with that. <sighs> okay, yes. So at some point I said thanks for listening. Thanks for patronizing us yes. at times. And, uh, We've gone over time. You, yeah. bre- you, you just pulled a bream. I pulled a bream. That sounds interesting. <laughs> um, my black dead eyes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, happy birthday, Paul. What's that, like one or two days from now? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, happy Sunday. birthday. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, buddy. That's awesome. Sunday, that's right. Okay. I can never remember if it's before or after me. There we go. So I'm Saturday. He's Sunday. Oh, yeah. well, almost happy birthday happy to you, Happy birthday too. to we're you like, as well. We're like, we're, we're co-hosts and birthdays as well. <laughs> my birthday's in 10 months. Your birthday's in 10 months? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you the whole Neil Breen box set, please. And by box no, set, the, it'll just the be the like an Amazon box. Should be box. that you never have to watch another Neil Breen film again. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aww. that's a gift to myself. <laughs> at least I know better. He says, "At least now I know he has three other movies that I don't need to watch." <laughs> I don't know. The alien one sounds pretty good. I know. Was it I Am Here Finally or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was tempting. But he's crowdfunding for his next movie. Is he? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. And I'll bet you he'll get it. Yeah, well, no. I'm going to help. I mean, all it's going to take is (laughs) (laughs) $2,000. It's not even really a Kickstarter. It's more like a toe tap. Well, he has to to pay NJN Audio Productions again. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. Yes, yes. So that he can qualify for the matching grants for <laughs> and tax credits. Oh. Is the Las Vegas uh, film credit is just like? Are you not making a porn? Here's some movie or here's some money. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was that wasn't mean, Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, everyone in Vegas hates us now too. We can check that one off the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Thank you, everyone, again. Thank you. I'm very grateful. And uh, we will talk soon, Jen. Yes, yes. I look forward to talking to you soon. Um, thank you very much for having me. Nice to laugh with you again. And uh, thanks, Paul. And uh, I think I usually end the Film From podcast with a line from Buckaroo Banzai. And now that we watch this film, it feels really strange to say, remember, wherever you are, there you are. <laughs> oh, can I just do a quick shout out to my girlfriend Jody, yeah, who just texted me and said, "I just tuned in and have no idea what you guys are talking about, but you should consider doing radio." <laughs> you do have, you do have a nice radio voice. Oh, I thought she meant like us all doing the. Oh, never mind. Okay. No, she just meant you talking. About, no, I think she meant all of us. But the fact that she has no idea what we're talking about, I'm going to say, don't worry, because you don't that's want what the to. movie was about. You don't, you don't want, want to. to. And this. <laughs> podcast is more coherent this yes yes if it's going all over the place it's because that's a better place to be than the actual movie (laughs) if that makes any sense all right yeah it really does all right all right my audio stuff is making the black smoke so we're out okay bye bye everybody bye everyone more out of life.
out to the drive-in tonight. As you leave, please drive carefully and come back soon. Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.